takes the timeout. Technical They're out foul. of the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Day two of the NCAA tournament is in the book state. We have the round of 32. It is set. It is all set. Uh, I figured I would, I would get everybody in the mood by reading each of the 32 teams that remain in this tournament. We start with Gonzaga. We have, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but, we're not uh, going to do that. Yesterday, the, the. That the, would be the John Rothstein thing to do, I think. But <laughs> also not say their names and with, the nicknames. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here are your 32 teams remaining. Number one, Gonzaga. No, uh. <laughs> so yesterday, I would say classified. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know if you're ready to throw out the c word. Was it chaos? Would it was chaos. Was it? Chaos. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was, Thurs- I was Thursday, Saturday, chaos, fun, March madness. I was gonna say mad. Certainly madness. I don't know if it got into chaos territory. You say chaos. It was when, a little when, chaotic. When a two seed, a two seed blue blood goes down, it's that chaos. feels that feels chaotic. Yeah. Uh, today, I would say not chaos. Mm-hmm. I would say not necessarily madness. But there were moments, Tate. There were moments. Yes. There was, there was uh, Tyrese Hunter for Iowa State hits a. A huge shot has an awesome game against LSU. Hits the big shot down the stretch. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Michigan State, Joey Hauser. Mm. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. A little madness for you? How about well, that? Well, could have been more mad if Sam Meninga yeah. could have done it. How about a, a Bo Borowski moment? Yeah, in the, the Miami uh, game, if you didn't see, Bo Borowski <laughs> basically decided the outcome of the Miami-USC game. We'll talk about that. Uh, Illinois-Chattanooga. Yes. T.O. tried to be the new sister Jean. Illinois. Uh, uh, that was interesting. Should we, should we start with that? Because that, that, I, yeah, I think the, uh, the, the reason I wanted to talk about the moments is trying to figure out, like, what is the... the What's the moment of today? What is the moment of today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, yesterday when we were doing the show, at the end of the day, we were like, we're talking about Kentucky. I mean, that is obviously that is the thing we have to talk about. Should we today, talk about it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk, dude. I'll talk about it forever. I mean, we could talk about this every night. Uh, the 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 game. I would say, yeah, the day, the 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 thing to talk about, the thing we should probably lead the show is Illinois beating Chattanooga. Illinois led, I believe, for twenty five seconds in yes. this game. Yes, and the largest lead they had was by one point. By one point, <laughs> Illinois. Well, they won this game by one point. Illinois is a team, and uh, I don't know how else to say this. So, pardon my French. They are a team that enjoys stepping on their dicks, as I told you, mm. as we were watching yeah. Illinois play. Like yes. it is, it is baffling how this team. And wins you may games. not get that, but if you watch <laughs> them play, then you might. If you're hung like I am, you get it <laughs> very clearly. Uh, this is a team that like can can simply not get out of their own way. They they are very talented. Both of us have mm. believed in Illinois to varying degrees throughout the season. Oof. I have jumped off the Illinois uh, March Madness train months ago. I want to yeah. say you have not. Yes. You never will. They'll lose. <laughs> they'll lose in the next round. Who, who do they play? I forget. Houston. Uh, they play. Yeah, that's right. They got Houston. Yes. They're gonna lose to Houston by fifteen. And Tate's gonna be like, I still think this team can do something. Wow. Um, yeah. So watching today, to me, like it, th- that was my big takeaway. Was like Chattanooga uh, choked the game away. Let's let's get that perfectly clear. Chattanooga had them. They had them right where they wanted them. Literally. Uh, Illinois, though, my God, this team, like, it, I, I cannot imagine being an Illinois fan. It made more. It made made sense to me now why Illinois fans do complain so much and why there's just like bad vibes around the program at all times because this was a perfect example of a, of a team that after last year's NCAA tournament. This is your, you know, you lose the oil in the second round. You had a one seed. Yep. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity to send a message to the to the world, to the haters, whatever. Mm-hmm. That was then. This is now. This is who we are. <laughs> and oh my god, you do the exact opposite. They they look like they're trying to lose for most of this game. They are the first team in NCAA tournament history that I know of that lost a game yet moved on. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like they, they had no business winning this game. Yeah, Illinois I, did not win this they game. Did not Chattanooga win this game. lost. They Illinois, scored more points than Chattanooga. Illinois lost a little less than Chattanooga did. Is kind of what happened. I think we all lost by watching this game. And the biggest thing that really stands out when you look at this Illinois team is when Kofi Coburn, as we've said multiple times throughout, you know, the past couple of years, when he has to go up against another big that he cannot bully. AKA Cameron Quetwig last year, AKA Silvio de Sosa today with Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. He has problems and he almost like gets taken out of the game for whatever reason. And Curbelo, I've never seen someone make so many like irrational confidence plays that led to so many turnovers and mistakes. And for whatever reason, it didn't bite them in the end. But what really scares me about this Illinois team is I'm not sure that they learned the lesson. They know from they, this they, game. they learn no lessons. I, to, I, I'm not sure that they did. Yeah. To your to your point about Kofi, because I I know people are going to be chiming in and say he had 17 and 13. What do you mean he was taken out of this game? There yeah. there is uh it, it's so obvious that they when 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 Kofi is just swallowing all the attention for Illinois. Yes. Uh, the, this team just completely breaks down. It, it, it's it's maddening. That's like. I, I I don't know. I feel like a broken record because we talked about it throughout the season. Like there are games where Kofi goes out, he gets in foul trouble. Uh, it's usually just foul trouble because Brad Underwood never is like, yeah, we're better without this dude. Let's get no, him on the No, he's never. Bench. Yeah, he's their All American. He's a first team All American. It, it doesn't make sense. Why would you in in the biggest moment of the season take your first team All American, put him on the bench? I'll tell you why. Because Illinois guards are garbage right now. They, they look like they have no idea what they're doing. They're yeah. throwing it all over the floor. And and Andre Curbelo, that is the appeal of him. He he is he is a guy that is is feast or famine every single time he has the ball in his hands. Uh, what's disappointing is like Trent Frazier has been doing it a lot lately. Trent Frazier is like there there was one play but, where he's but, like driving to the basket yeah. and he he hit the uh, he he just whips it out to like the right wing. There's nobody home and it just drills the the panel on the sideline. But but that kind of lately. that that shows you the microcosm of this team because. What three possessions earlier? He did the exact same thing. He found Plummer yeah. for a three, and that was the first three of the game, and it kind of got things going. So that you say feast or famine, it is basically with these guards either an amazing play that you're like, how did he make that pass, or it's why how Dude, did you can do how a, do you make that pass? You can do a game show with <laughs> Illinois guards that they they get ready to pass the ball and you yeah. just pause it. Yes, and where you're like, all right, go? where's this gonna go? Uh, you have four. <laughs> it's like in the front row, <laughs> yeah. in, on the right in the shooting bucket. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're like, who knows? And you never know. Oh my god! So, and Curbelo was driving me crazy in this game. It's it felt like it was helpless, and it felt like Illinois kind of reverted back to what we saw last year in the tournament, which is. Curbelo and Kofi Coburn are going to run pick and roll and somehow find this rhythm that that is supposedly exists between these two, and I don't see it. And if I'm Illinois, let's <laughs> let's run everything through Frazier and Plummer and Hawkins, and and yeah. then if Curbelo magically does start making some amazing plays, great. But let's not let it be the foundation of our offense, which it felt like it's, it was today it, at times. Who cares? We spent too much time talking yeah. about it. Illinois is a lost cause. This is who they are. This is, uh, I hope know. that they get things together. I don't it. dude Houston. And, and I, I proudly, uh, you know, I, I, I'm less and less proudly as you watch Houston, uh, and, and continue to win games in the state tournament. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say I'm probably one of the more prominent Houston haters. Yeah. Um, not even a hater. I would say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a disrespecter. There's a difference. Kel- Kelvin Sampson has you on the board in his office. Yeah, like your for bulletin sure. Board for sure. Material. Yeah, I mean, they- he has the fraud power rankings from 122 22. Houston looked awesome tonight against UAB. Uh, they, they, 
as you, expected on Houston's defense is 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 their calling card that's what's going to win them games that's yeah. what's going to to make them advance in this NCAA tournament but uh tonight what 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 stole the show is the offense they were hitting everything especially in the first half yep uh but then they you know they shut down Jelly Walker and 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 Houston what did he on, end up 0 for 9 from three Jelly Walker I think so at one point I don't know if that's what he fin- he was 0 yeah. for 9 at one point yeah UAB was, was never able I mean they kept fighting this game so shout out to Andy Kennedy squad I mean it was good to see him obviously the former Ole Miss coach doing well at UAB but like you said Houston's defense moves them forward moves them on and it's another a- double digit seed that Houston <laughs> knocks off in the NCAA tournament so congratulations to Houston hang the banner and you got to be happy uh, that you're facing up. Illinois after what <laughs> oh, you saw dude, today absolutely I mean truly because again I've never seen a team lose a game and move on if you're asking yourself are is Titus just shitting on Illinois so when Houston beats Illinois he can uh no honestly like we've Houston my 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 gripes with Houston is that they don't play anybody that's really it. Yeah. Like, they didn't play anybody in the NCAA tournament. They didn't play anybody Our last year. Our lady in the lake. A few years ago, when when Houston, like, he, this run Houston's on has been, has is not just the last two years, Tate. Like, Kelvin Sampson's been doing, doing stuff with, yeah. with Houston for a while. We remember Swaggy Pool, Michigan, hits a shot to beat Houston. Uh, I, I didn't think that Houston was a fraud. Yeah. I don't think they were a fraud. I don't, so, it's not like a program thing. It's like this iteration this that we're in, this, this two-year stretch. Uh, and the facts are the facts. Houston did not beat an NCAA tournament team. They beat Memphis in the uh, American title game. So, Their first quad one win. You know, I'll say it again. But, you know, the, the the bracket has broken favorably by playing Illinois. Weirdly, I, if I'm Houston, I would rather play Illinois. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it matters. I think Houston's going to beat either one of those teams. But uh, that that's where we're at with that. But we, we should update their resume. Two quad one wins now. Two quad one wins now. <laughs> so Houston has officially played their way off of the bubble. <laughs> I have them in North Carolina. Last yep. four buys. Yep. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. There's we'll a lot of basketball happens. left to be played. We'll see what happens there. Uh, wh- what else? We we talked about uh, uh Miami, maybe? Miami, yeah. yeah, Miami. That call is uh, as you've had some time to uh, let it simmer. Charlie Moore drives to the basket. Tie ball uh, game gets gets a a foul call. We we were watching it together live, and uh, we both freak out. And you're like, that was probably Bo Borowski that made that call. And I'll be goddamn, it was Bo Borowski that made the call. Uh. It, it was a little bit of a controversial call. Uh, it seems like people, some people do believe that it was a great call. Yes, the some Miami fans have, do yeah, believe that. The Miami yes. betters. Congratulations. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> Miami betters. <laughs> the, we, we both thought it, it, it was a horrendous call. We thought that, and not even just like at the end of the game, if they call that, if they call that to start the game, I'm like, that's a bad call. Yeah, they, well, they foul. were claiming there was lower <laughs> body contact, but... The ball was already out of his hands and getting swatted at that point. Also, contact is not a foul. Like, yes. This is a contact that, sport. That is Contact does not mean foul. That always, to me, in the slow motion replay era, seems to be like the confusion. Sometimes yes. you can you can bump in the air and you it can not touch, be a foul. Guys, yes. This is a contact sport yes. we're playing out here. Uh, you know. And don't, US, let, don't let the NBA fool you. You're allowed to you're allowed to have some contact. And, and we should say, like Miami <laughs> Dom I mean not dominated, but Miami, they were they had the advantage, and they were up for the majority of this game. Yeah, UCA, UC, USC. I almost said UCLA. UA, USC. UA. <laughs> my brain is breaking. Uh, Drew Peterson gets him back in this game. Hits two late threes. Yes. Um, almost hits the Gordon Hayward heave at yeah. the end. Yeah, which would have been amazing. So, I mean, kudos to USC. Miami fights hard in this game, but again, Bo Borowski makes it about himself, which is literally the story <laughs> so of Bo Borowski. So I, I don't. I mean, is he going to get a biopic at this point? How? How can one ref? 
makes so many games and so many replay reviews about himself. We said nobody this, knows. Well, we did the uh, we did the midday live video, uh, which, <laughs> by the way, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we're 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 going to be doing these throughout the year, you know, yeah. or throughout the tournament, doing little video. We'll go live every so often on our YouTube, so uh, check that tight. out. Yeah. But uh, when we when we did the live video, I said it, it is staggering how when you watch these games, and this this has happened all season. It's not just the NCAA tournament. Uh, there, there's a there's a, a video review. You see the coaches start twirling the fingers. Yeah. The players are twirling. They know mm -hmm. it's under two mm -hmm. minutes. They're like, let's take a look. Take a twirl. Uh, and when you see the twirling, when the twirling comes out, I don't know how it happens, but every single time, mm -hmm. Bo Borowski is, is in the mix. Every single time. This man calls every single game where they, we're going to the monitor. Let's let's take a good look at the ref's ass yeah. as he's looking at the monitor. And, yep, there it is. There's Bo Borowski's ass. I, I, I will say this. I saw today <laughs> at one point, Greenville, South Carolina is where the game was. They went to go do a review. I saw Bo Borowski. And then not 20 minutes later, we were in San Diego. They went to a review, and <laughs> Bo Borowski was also there. Was there. I, don't, I don't know how I would, it works. Dude, I was watching a Premier League game. They do to, they go to VAR, Yeah, and Bo Borowski was – Oh, my God. And I Gene Sterator was also on the call. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. These officials, they're like witches. Uh, what's going on in Greenville, by the way, with the, uh, the court sliding around? Yeah, what is that? Dude, Everyone's dude, slipping. Wendell Moore Wendell almost, Moore. Uh, yeah. Gabe Brown almost like cracks his skull open. And it was in the same spot. Yeah. And in fact, Coach K was what so upset think? about it, he sent the managers from Duke to go wipe <laughs> down did, the floor, which I, I really liked that move. That was that was respectful. Um, but yeah, this wipe up the floor. We can uh, let, let's let, be hot in that gym. What, what other game we need to talk about? Should we talk about the the, the Davidson Michigan State game? Are yes. you over it yet? No, let's talk. Uh, about it. I'm not you, over it, but we can talk about it. I mean. Uh, the Foster Lawyer Bowl, bowl yeah. obviously, Foster Lawyer did not show up to this game. And you were correct. Can I give you credit? Because please you, do. You please told go. me. Go. Mark Titus told me last night, and I believed in the Wildcats. I thought Davidson was the perfect spoil to David versus Goliath. It was going to be this great moment. Obviously, you know, the powers that be made sure that didn't happen. But you told me there's no world in which Tom Izzo lets Foster Lawyer be Zero. Him. None. And that's the world we live None. in. None. Yeah, there's not like it, a rational mind might say uh, Davidson wins this game if Foster Lawyer plays better. I'm here to tell you, Foster Lawyer was never playing better. That yes. was not going to happen. It he just had, simply take it off the table. Garbage time. I mean, he was he, he was not going to. Time, yeah, yeah, he was not going to play well. This is, it was never going to happen. Yeah. But Davidson has a good team, uh, and and it ended up being a great game. It was the Sam Meninga versus Joey Hauser game, which we we could not get enough of. Uh, this is what we dream of. Oh, my I God. love Joey Hauser. And I love Sam Meninga. Dude, if, if you're new to the program, Sam Meninga is a guy on Davidson, which if you watch the game, you know him now. You know you him know now. Him you know now. that name. Uh, we, we did the Mal Invitational in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, Say that again. <laughs> yeah, That's the world we were weird living in. Weird times. Jesus. You guys remember COVID? You guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was around back then. Uh, so we were in Asheville. We, uh, we were the only people in the building covering the Mal Invitational. Literally. And we're watching Davidson play. And I forget, who was the first team they played? Was it, was it Providence? I no. Think, uh, Alabama? I think it was Alabama. Something like that. It was Alabama. It, it was Nate Oates. It was Nate Oates. It, it, might, it doesn't matter. It was Alabama. It doesn't matter. The point is, uh, <laughs> Sam Meninga, who I believe was a freshman at the time, yes. uh, has, has, a, has an insane game, or like at least like has a couple great plays. And Tate and I look at each other. You got this guy that's like broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. 6'9", yeah. left-handed, smooth Smart. stroke. Uh, Gets yeah. it. He's an Aussie, or is he a Kiwi? He's a Kiwi. He's a, ki he's a kiwi. I think so. He's a, yeah, he's a yeah. kiwi. He's, he's sorry. Apologies to uh, <laughs> yeah. Our don't friends, say Aussie. Yeah. Uh, on the New other Zealand, side of the world. Why not? Um, and we and we both look at each other like, is this guy? Is he top ten in your mock or is he? Yes. Is he? Is he late lottery? Like, where do you have him in, in your mock? Draft? He remains a lottery pick. <laughs> and then we started. We we were locked in on Sam Meninga. 
uh, for the rest of the season. By the rest of the season, the next game, he wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of disappeared for the rest of the season. Well, it, so anytime it, Davidson pops back up on our radar, we're like, where's Sam Meninga? And I'll be damned. He was balling out tonight. I will say this. Bob McKillop, to me, is, if he's not the best coach in the country, he's one of the best coaches in the country. But I, I see a blind spot with Bob McKillop. He is not he is not buying into the fact that Sam Meninga <laughs> is the guy. You know what I mean? To bench this man late in the game made no sense when he is literally leading the charge. He's obviously the leader of this group, unbeknownst to the rest of the group. But you got to believe in this man, and I think that's what hurt me the most. I, I it, Feed the hot hand. What hurts me the most is this is the last we're going to see of Sam Meninga in college basketball because yeah. he's very clearly going to go pro. Absolutely. He's, he's going to get a first-round grade. We reached out to all of our Sam Vecini, Kevin O'Connors. Yeah. We got I, two words I, for him, I, Sam Meninga. Be prepared for uh for for Tate and I to do draft talk uh and and yeah after after the who's tournament. who's your top two on the board right now <laughs> and on my Meninga board, and who else <laughs> Joey Hauser might have played his way Joey Hauser though you and I both know yes. against Duke this next game Joey Hauser's going over three oh, yeah. with two I, points if Joey Hauser scores <laughs> against Duke I would color me shocked. I would be absolutely shocked. If he I, that, that's why you're so upset because uh, yeah. we, we were talking about this in the the lead up to Davidson, Michigan State. Davidson, I think you, you remove the Foster lawyer element. You remove the the uh, you just play this game on a neutral court in the middle of the season. Davidson's probably winning. I probably pick Davidson to win. Yes. Davidson is it. Maybe Davidson's not a better team. I don't know. But Davidson's a team that instills more confidence in you when you watch them. They're, they make you more excited when you watch them. And even Michigan State fans are like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, they're, Michigan they're, State fans are watching this game tonight, it. and they're like, they're just playing better than us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we – so what was interesting was, like, Davidson might be the quote-unquote better team in this matchup. But or, 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 or Michigan what, – what was I saying? Davidson is the better team, and so that that was going to be interesting because we thought Davidson could give Duke the better game. Yes. But they we also better, we yeah. also knew the circumstances of this whole <laughs> dynamic at play, and yes. we knew there was no world – at least I did. There was no world where Davidson No, you told me. I, I thought there was a world where, like, the basketball would actually dictate the outcome, but no, not in this world. I knew Davidson couldn't possibly get past Michigan State, but if somehow, mm-hmm. like, you allowed – like – like if Michigan State and Davidson were now a tag team, and Michigan State's like we win, but we're gonna tag you like that. Yeah. I think that's best. But you guys, yeah, we're gonna tag you in to play Duke, and then when you beat Duke, we're gonna tag ourselves back in and do the rest of the run. Yeah. I think that is the best move for Michigan State. It doesn't work that way. I don't think I'll have to check the rules. Uh, so that 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 was the interesting dynamic at play, and I think that's why you're ultimately upset because you know that Michigan State has no shot against Duke. Well, I know that Coach K picked this bracket. And I know that Coach K picked this matchup, and I know that Coach K wants Michigan State. And the only sliver of hope that I have is that Joey Hauser has won in Cameron Indoor before. Ooh. So Joey Hauser knows how to beat He's Duke. He's got a taste. Yeah. And two, and I'll say this again, the hubris of Duke and Coach K this year cannot be discounted. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that he wanted to play Michigan State you want my versus coming from oh, this, he picked this bracket. He Coach picked where he is. He picked Gonzaga, who they already beat in the year. He picked this region. Just go ahead and deal with that. Again, Duke has never won a national title, not as a two seed. So there you go. He picked this spot. So the fact that he wants to get revenge for 2019, it might come back to bite him. I'm just gonna say that. I'm just gonna say that because the hubris, it always comes back to the hubris, always. With Coach K. <laughs> Did you, do you like his commercial, by the way? Do you like the Lily commercial? What? I, <laughs> I mean, what an actor. I mean, what charisma on the screen. I mean, the the acting, the best acting that he's done all season is when he gets in front of the microphone. He says, it's not, not about, about me, it's about my players. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah when he said that this farewell tour is about the players. And then the, the tournament starts in every commercial. He's in it. He's everywhere. 
And how about every coach had to do a, like a video, like they had to say something nice about him. Like I saw Greg Gard doing a Coach K, like <laughs> I got to remember. I'm like, why does Greg Gard have to give his thoughts on this? So uh, let's let, let's do a let's do a temperature <laughs> check now that we're <laughs> like Coach K. Bro. That's my favorite picture. Jim Cunningham, our producer, a, uh, great job with, with with the picture there. Let's do a temperature check. Where are we at? We're we're one round into the tournament now. The field has been cut in half. Yeah. Where are you as a Ducator, as a uh -huh. as a as a man who uh, who needs? You don't want Coach K to to, to choke in this thing. You need it I, to happen. I, How are we feeling? Are I, we worried? Uh, yeah, I'm worried. I'm officially worried. But I will say the good news of today is that Texas Tech looks like the best team of this day of the Friday Sunday group. Texas Tech uh, absolutely yeah, destroyed yeah, Montana I, State. I give you that, and they are you know on a collision course with potentially Duke, but also I think they're playing the team that looked the second best. Yeah, today in I was going to say Notre Dame looked pretty good. Yeah, Notre Dame was a, was a pleasant surprise, and and Javon Quinterly. Uh, do we know what do we know what ultimately? Did, we have I didn't see. I saw a lot of speculation, so I don't want to say. I saw people saying uh, MCL and stuff like that, so I, I <laughs> never saw it confirmed. That was that was great journalism that Tate just pulled there. He's like, saw a lot of speculation. Don't want to say, but here's what other people. Are yeah, saying. here's what the other people are saying. <laughs> the unconfirmed sources are saying those who do want to speculate are yeah. saying this. I am. Not I would one of those never people. speculate, but. So I'm not saying yeah. that. But Javon Quinterly goes out, uh, does not return. Uh, I don't think that was the difference, though. I think Notre Dame, uh, the, the the pleasant surprise was that they they were Cormac. you would have you would have thought they were gassed. They go to double overtime in the first four. They fly across the country to San Diego. Yeah, literally the furthest point you could pick in the the the, the contiguous United States from Dayton, Ohio. I think. But that's not and stopping Mike Bray. Doesn't stop Mike Bray. Doesn't stop Cormac Ryan. Yeah, 29 points. They're in happy this game. to run with Alabama. They it, were they were more than happy. And can can I say this because I because I uh, I'm only saying this because Alabama lost and that's how it works. And they say tournament you like to pile on people. Tate Frazier voice and I like Nate Oates. Yeah, but his teams are front runners. Yes. His team, like when when Bama when shots like, are going in, Alabama looks unbeatable. I diagnosed what Alabama is because Alabama all season was was hot and cold, and they could beat anybody, they could lose anybody. That's what you're saying, and like ultimately, what it comes down to, I think, is they were just front runners, and like when they were playing well, they were like, "Oh, it's our night tonight. Let's play well." Yep. And when they're not playing well, like no part of them is like, "Let's fight and get this back." No, they're just <laughs> like, "This is not our night." Yeah, this is just not our yeah. night. We'll get them tomorrow. We'll beat we'll beat Notre Dame in game two. It's a long series, uh, and I will get, I give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, they have the excuse with Quinterly going down, so that you know has a big impact on this team. But when Cormac Ryan is hitting step backs, yeah, that looked like James Harden drew it up. There's a certain level, and he had the most points uh, for an ACC player against an SEC player since Christian Leitner in 1992. There's your Big Ten stat of the week right there. So. Shout out to Cormac Ryan. Had so, a great game. So help me out with this. So Notre Dame was shooting well. Texas Tech scores 97 points. Yep. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, as I said, for Iowa State, hits the big shot. He had a great game against LSU. The, ga the game itself was was it, not as mucky as I thought, to be honest. It, it, it definitely was not a, a fun game. And, and if you uh, missed that one, you didn't miss much. I wouldn't necessarily go back and rewatch it. But uh, uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter the great. ice in the veins yeah. and hitting the three at the end. That was pretty um, much all you need to see. Johnny Davis comes alive late for Wisconsin. Uh, Houston was was unreal, as I said, at the, in the first half. Yep. But then we have Vill Villanova was hitting shots. That was great. But then we have the Ohio State-Loyola game. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that. Sister Jean goes so down. So I'm trying to – basically the whole reason I'm trying to touch on all these is I'm trying to figure out what's the deal with the ball. Like, is the ball bad? <laughs> is the ball not bad? I can't figure it out. The ball is, if you watch, the eye test, a.k.a. <laughs> I am saying this, I say that the ball is not only bad, the ball is actually 
hurting the prog like the, what you expect to see in a basketball game at this level in the NCAA tournament. And Kim Palm has already come out and said the shooting numbers aren't that different. Mm. It's not about the ball, mm-hmm. but I mean, look at these scores. I mean, look at the Ohio State game. I mean, it was one for fifteen from the three point line. Ohio I mean, State was one for fifteen from the three point line, and and the Buckeyes were the team that shot well. Yeah, game. <laughs> And it wasn't just the shooting. It was the the dribbling. It was the passing. It was like making fundamental plays. It was like, EJ Liddell could not dribble the basketball. It was like going to grab a rebound and no one's around. And yeah. this was happening to both teams the entire game where they just like go to grab it. And it looked like they never touched the basketball in their lives. Yeah. And uh, I jokingly, because the game was a rock fight to start, and I jokingly tweeted, like, it's the ball. Like, obviously, this ball is too orange or something. Mm-hmm. But then as the game wore on, I was like, oh, my God, I really think that, like, the ball is greased or something, or it's lopsided. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, so then I, I I came away from that, and Ohio State won. Well, Ohio State won easily, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much we want to talk about that. Let's talk I will about gla- it. I'll gladly talk, Let's talk about, about it. it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Ohio State won easily. <laughs> they did. They won easily. Sorry, Sister Jean. And this is an upset. We op- yeah. We yeah. opened the day with Dude. an upset. Dude, like, that's what, I mean, it, 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 it boggles the mind that Ohio State, like, the disrespect, and I get it, Ohio State had lost four or five going mm-hmm. into the tournament, whatever, but, like, apparently none of these bozos that are out there talking about the Buckeyes and, and, and betting on these games paid a lick of attention to the fact that Kyle Young, uh, at, he played at Maryland. I'll give you that. We lost to Maryland. That was a quote-unquote bad loss. Maryland's not a bad team. It's not an embarrassing loss. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. We probably should have won that game. Uh, and then the next game Ohio State loses is is Nebraska at home. And that's the one where, like, everyone's like, oh, shit, hits the panic button. Yes, Kyle, I think that was me. Kyle Young gets yeah. concussed in that game, plays eight minutes, and then leaves. And then he's not, he hasn't played since. And Ohio State is terrible. Our interior defense is terrible. Yeah. As it turns out. Joey well, Brunk is starting, but he's yeah. also, you know, taking the L set. And, yeah, the one the one game we won was was Joey Brunk going nuts against Michigan State when he yeah. turned into Akeem Elijah one. Um, and, and. As it turns out, Tate, when when Ohio State has its heart and soul, the anchor of its interior defense yeah. in the lineup, they're a better team. So, like, I'm not saying this because I, I I want people like don't believe in them. I don't care. It's it's make your own choices. But like, absolutely hilarious that a 10 seed Loyola Chicago team, <laughs> yeah, is going up against the Big Ten team with two first round picks, and and a 10 seed Loyola Chicago team with the first year coach. It's favored. It was favored in this game. It's but, like hilarious. Well, me. no, I'm not, actually laughing. Yeah, I'm just like not. I'm you know I'm I'm professional, so I'm not like actually doing it on the outside. But I am laughing right now. But you know why? Two words, sister, S- sister Jean. Jean. Well, here's the thing. And that's all it is. Here's that's the all thing. it comes down to. So we we don't know anything else other than sister. No, Jean. we know this because last year we we learned the formula. Like the only way to beat sister Jean is with a fellow old person. Yes, but Aussie, but Aussie. Or, uh, Oregon State. May God rest his soul. All right, um, bud. But Aussie. Shows up against the the Oregon State uh, uh, Loyola game in the uh, Sweet 16. We find out that Oregon State has a secret weapon, an old yeah. dude up their sleeve. They beat Sister Jean. So going into this game, you're thinking, all right, Ohio State just needs an old person. Did we have an old person? Well, would you look at that? We did. He was on the bench. His name's Greg Oden. Greg. He was there the whole time. He, he was right is, in front of us. He is our sister. We had our 102-year-old yeah. right in front of us. It was Greg Oden. And, uh, Greg actually is and more Benjamin it. Button because Greg has actually looked younger as time wanes on. <laughs> love you, Greg. If I go that far, but it's Sister Jean I crying. Do love you, Greg. Oh my God, <laughs> Jim. 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 
<laughs> That's great Photoshop work <laughs> from our Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, those are actual tears. Sister Jean was actually on uh, Blues Clues back in the Dude, day. Dude, forty-one points for Loyola. Shit. Like, More paint. And everyone's like, "Yeah, they went to the Final Four a few years ago, and also they beat Illinois." Like, they, was Cameron Krellwick on this team this year? I wish. Like, what the hell is that going on? Fun. I don't even care. We won by thirteen. It is what it is. Like I, I just like I, I want to understand what what logic was going through other people's heads that you really thought a team with two first round picks was going to lose to that. Like what? Yeah, I mean, Sister Jean, her serious? handles just aren't like they used to be. I mean, she used to she used to school people. Um, Not so yeah, this year. yeah. Buckeyes move on. We have Villanova next, uh, who is definitely going to beat us. I, because I, I, I've, I've had a lot of people like trying to talk me up, like like we might mm. have a shot because Chris Holdman. Last three games against Jay Wright. Villanova also struggled with the basketball, by the way. They did. And uh, so that could be something to monitor. Delaware gave them a bit of a game. I mean, the 215 game started out tight. Uh, we look at Auburn. Yeah. Um, Ish. Ish. Yeah. I mean, so that Duke, was Duke, a little fast. Duke was like, we were trying to talk ourselves into it. Uh, Cal State Fullerton battled. I think when I started when Brooks. I started yelling at the TV with Duke Fullerton um, that that Paolo Bancaro doesn't have, and Mark Williams don't have their jerseys tucked in, and that should be a technical foul. Yeah. I think that was the moment where I had like a self reflection. I was like, "Yeah, Duke's gonna win." No, you were right though. <laughs> you were right. I mean, and I swinging like, I on I'm, the rim. I've I'm, never seen someone <laughs> just be able to swing on the rim and not get teed up in college basketball. It's amazing. But I guess I heard yeah. myself say the words, and I was like, "I think I might be grasping at straws here. I think I might. Uh, I think it might not be in." In, in the cards for Fullerton today. <laughs> I just can't believe Coach K got what he wanted, but I also can't at the same time. Uh, what else is there? What uh, else is there? Arizona I, uh, was a very non-consequential game. They didn't, yeah. I mean, Wright State played hard. They looked, I mean, like a fun group. As I said, once you get a taste of a 215 upset, yeah. what happens is you start, like, anytime a, a one seed or a two seed is not up by 25, you go, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how, that's how it starts. Better keep an eye on this one. I mean, even like so, Purdue Yale early in the game. I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, it could something be brewing <laughs> yeah. here. We we wanted chaos today. And look, let's just be honest with the, you know, we'll break the fourth wall for the friends of the program at home. This is not, this is a chalk day. This was not a little an exciting day. day. A little chalky day. But Thursday, will, Saturday, that's the There day. was one huge upset. I had Rex Chapman going all the way to the national championship in my bracket. Yeah. <laughs> he was out. I, I don't think Rex said I'm done. That must be the first time in TV history know. that an analyst wants his alma mater. Like you imagine Dude. Duke lost Seth Davis, like I'm I'm out. Can you imagine last year when when Ohio State lost? Like I, I just like out. stand up and walk and I'm like, I'm done. I kind of respect it. He's I'm out. <laughs> when Kentucky the final score happened, he goes, and for that reason, I'm out. He's like, see you guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, respect. I hope he was tweeting through it. Shout out to Rex Chapman. I mean, the Kentucky fans. He's like, are he's like, I'll tell you what, you guys fire off your takes. We'll clip them out. We'll we'll tweet them out, and then I'll just I'll be at home. I'll just smash the retweet. Or yeah, whatever you guys I'll retweet. Say. I I'll reach to, you guys. I don't need to be here for that. I'll retweet I'll just, you guys to the moon. I'll just retweet you guys. Uh, Good call. All right, though. let's uh let's look ahead to tomorrow quickly. Uh, what what stands out to you? I'm trying to think of this. So Gonzaga Memphis is the late game. That's the late game. The yeah. first game is is Carolina. Uh, so there's three. I believe there's three one versus eight slash nines. It's Gonzaga, Memphis, Baylor, Carolina, and Kansas Creighton. Yep. Um, I'll say this for you, so you don't have to say this. You don't have to be a homer. Mm-hmm. Baylor, Carolina is the one that jumps out to me as like the the probably going to be the most competitive. It's, it's two on the nose though. Yeah. That's what scares me. And I will say the Big Twelve has not lost in the tournament yet. So if the first game starts and Carolina beats the first Big Twelve team. 
That would make some sense. Uh, North Carolina famously selected as Andy Katz's team of the week. A lot of people forget that. What a fun fact for North Carolina. <laughs> My God. That, We're that, putting fun facts on the screen. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll really get you. It's selected as Andy Katz's team of the week. It doesn't say what week. I, it doesn't say what year. I think it was 2019. 2009, after uh, they won the national title. <laughs> I uh, look, I, I think Carolina is going to give Baylor a game. I told you this. I mean, anytime Carolina's won by 30 plus in the NCAA tournament, they have made it to the final four every yeah. single time, except for once they went to the elite eight. So historically you would say this North Carolina team, based on what we've seen so far is going to make a run, but they're playing the defending champs. I am still worried about Gonzaga. We're talking about the one, uh, you know, eight, nine matchups. Gonzaga Memphis, it, it scares me as far as one of these could happen. I think Creighton, Kansas. No, it's not going to be. I think Kansas, Kansas, Kansas has that handled. So I think it's really between those two. It's between Baylor, Carolina, and Memphis, Gonzaga. And yeah. obviously one starts the day and one, one ends, one ends the, day. the day. Yeah. So, you know, if you're tuning in, it's going to be a great well, start I and a think, great finish. I think Gonzaga Memphis ends the day because that's the that's the uh, yeah. You were laughing day. at me because I was a little upset that Baylor Carolina wasn't the primetime game. Yeah, yeah. We, I was like, of course it's going to be Gonzaga. Man. Like that's the that's <laughs> yeah. the sexy game. Number one overall seed. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, and 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 I mean Penny Hardaway is as Memphis's coach. You have you have two number one recruits I'm, in the country. You have two. You have the the single two best uh, recruits that have ever existed in the history of recruiting services. Yes, and they Amani just Bates, so Chad Holmgren. They both just so happen to be freshmen. Yes, they were it's both crazy how that simultaneously is. the number one player in the country and the number one player we, since LeBron. Both we, of them. We still haven't figured out how how many minutes over under does Amani Bates play in this game? I'm gonna I'm gonna set the line at five and a half. He played three minutes That's, in the first game. Had three points. I'm going to say in this game, the line is five and a half over under. That's a great. I've, oof, uh, I'll 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 take the over because yes. I think I think what's going to happen. I I I don't think this game should be particularly <laughs> close. I think I think Gonzaga is considerably better than Memphis. Yeah, uh, and listen, it's March Madness, so it's not a that's not a prediction. I'm just saying, like, what, well, they're the number one overall. They're the number one overall seed. Yeah, there's a reason why. Yes. So. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to get excited about this being a good game until I'm given a reason to be excited. Like if, if you know, 12 if, minutes into the game, we got a game. I'm like, all right, now let's let's go. Yeah. Um. So I, which could happen, but I, I'm anticipating Gonzaga. You know, doesn't doesn't necessarily blow them out, but like mm -hmm. kind of keeps them at arm's length. Yeah. And maybe at some point, Penny's like, we gotta we gotta shake it up. We gotta like. The, the we we got to throw our X factor. The only thing, Imani Bates. The only thing that can stop a number one recruit is another number one yes. recruit. I got to throw Romani out there. Yes, and he's going to get a little more burn. And I I like. We're going to see what happens. I like the matchup because obviously you look at Gonzaga. They're two bigs, Timmy and Chet. Yeah, I like that Memphis has Duran and Williams to match up with those two guys. I I think if I look at Memphis and their roster. I, I like the matchups that they could have against Gonzaga, but also Gonzaga is a much better basketball team. They have been. This is Penny Hardaway's first tournament. We have to stress that. Like this is his, this is his first time to like make some big adjustments. He won the, the NIT last year. I, well, I mean, I mean, no respect for that. Respect the NIT, but this is the first time we're going to see Penny Hardaway in a big primetime game. I hope he steps up. I hope he does a good job yeah. because I. Look, I I did not feel like Penny Hardaway was earning uh you know favor with how he was handling things early in the season, but they persevered, and now I'm pulling for. Memphis. Well, I mean Penny Hardaway, you want to talk about coaches that are coaching tomorrow? We got Michigan Tennessee, which could be which could be a really good game. I mean, if Tennessee plays the way they've been playing lately, yeah. it doesn't matter who they're like. They could play Gonzaga Seriously. or Arizona. Like, you name it, Tennessee's Duke? gonna beat. Yeah, yeah. they're they're Tennessee is is absolutely red hot right now, but uh. 
I, we were joking last night about how like the the Jawan Howard. <laughs> they were talking about Jawan Howard during the Michigan Colorado State game about like diversity had overcome. Yeah. Um, and, and there's some sort of redemption narrative being built right in front of our very eyes. And I'm like, what the guy, <laughs> the guy struck a man. Like it's not, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he the, brought, the, I he brought called, all of this upon yeah, himself. I haven't called that. Ever, um, yeah. I actually think that Penny Hardaway has the compelling yeah. redemption arc. Yeah, of course. Of, of going like winning some of, the some off of his, season. To be fair, some of his was self-inflicted. Yes. But, uh, you know, like to, to deal with what he's dealt with and, and, and Amani Bates, like leaving the team to like go get his back worked on, which was like yeah. totally bullshit right like the whole time but now he's back i don't know well also remember There's, the smu game in the post game when he had guys out for covid and injuries and they lost that game and the reporters were asking him yes and he was like we don't have our roster yes like, why are you asking me stupid questions and yes. i thought that that was when he broke and what i think and we laughed i at least i did i laughed at him because yeah. I, I you know like why wouldn't you laugh but at i him? think but now you know i think that was the moment where penny was like stop trying to tell me what to do. i got this. yes like we're gonna yes. be okay we're gonna get our we're gonna get ourselves together and we have the talent to do it um, I don't know. I think the Tigers will be that. That'll be a fun game. What uh, what is Michigan Tennessee will will it, it could it could be a good game. As I said, if Tennessee brings their A game. It will not be a good game. But yeah. uh, that's not that's not even a slight on Michigan. It's just that that's that's just kind of how uh how how well Tennessee's been playing lately. Uh, Richmond Providence is interesting. Richmond Providence yeah. is going to be an interesting one. Richmond should win that game. <laughs> I'd, I I mean they should no no offense to Providence but Richmond should win that game. Get it. We're just gonna pick against Providence every. I picked Providence. <laughs> I picked Providence to win their first game. Uh, but Richmond it looks like the better. The team. best game in terms of uh, scoring margin. The the game that like the game that I have talked myself into both of these teams could be in the final four and I would not bat an eye. Yeah. I would not flinch whatsoever. Uh huh. Is St. Mary's UCLA? Yes. Agreed. Both of those teams are final four good. Uh, Especially when you look at the East now, without Kentucky, I mean it, it's setting up for UCLA. I I think St. Mary's. Mary's is playing better than UCLA, but I think UCLA is better. If that makes sense, it does, and that's what makes it compelling to me. Is the that key, UCLA is the better team, yeah. but St. Mary's is like has it more figured out, has more answers right now. The key to me in this game is UCLA figuring out that core five, that core four, whatever it is. I mean, Jules Bernard has to be better. Johnny Juzang has to be better. You know what I mean? Like that, that is the only way that UCLA can make a run like they did last year. And Tiger Campbell saved them. And yes. like he single-handedly won that game against yeah. Akron. They should have lost that game. So they should all take a deep breath and they should all say, Hey, now we have to really lock in because if we don't, we're going home to uh, you know, at the hands of St. Mary's. Uh before we go, I want to shout out TCU who who just completely destroyed Seton Hall. Shout out Jamie Dixon. We didn't even talk about like that 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 is honestly um, uh, 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 a sign of respect that we didn't even talk about that game that much because it was such a blowout and such an inconsequential game. And, yeah. and TCU, uh, th th their defense is looking good. I like TCU. Their defense is looking good. First, first, did I did I read that right? First NCAA tournament win for TCU since 1987. Yep, that's crazy. It really is. It really is. And also, I mean, the Big Twelve has been awesome. I don't. I I'm someone who doesn't uh, undefeated. I don't. I don't. I don't play the conference stuff. I I will jokingly cheer for Big Ten teams because uh. Because like you will make fun of like we were watching what game was it was it was it Michigan State no it was uh, Illinois Chattanooga yeah um somebody somebody on our crew was like mocking Big Ten basketball so I was like <laughs> I was like jokingly cheering for Michigan State and Illinois I don't really care uh 
I, I don't I don't care that much about the conference stuff, and I think the narratives that get built in the NCAA tournament are all stupid. It's the same as bowl narratives. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, teams win games. Yeah, exactly. It's all matches. And not once in my life have I like you watch your alma mater school win. Have I been like that's great for our conference? Yeah, know? yeah, like, and not and like, that should not be your first reaction unless you're in the SEC. Like if Ohio SEC. State upsets upsets Villanova and all the other Big Ten teams lose, I'm not going to be like, you know, it's, it is great that we did this, but like this is this is bad for the conference. Yeah, uh, you know, like no, of course not. You care about your team, and that's it. Um, I am worried about the Big East, but I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out the Big Twelve because every, all these Big Twelve teams, uh, and, and I'm not shouting out the conference as a whole. I want to shout out the individual teams. Texas, even Texas is a team that we don't love. We don't love Texas. This is the best game that Texas, Texas has played all great. year. Texas looked great. They may have gotten some of the friarish, the, the luck when, of the friarish. When when Marcus Carr banked in the shot, yeah, to, to three in the first quarter. half, yeah, I, that that told me all I need to know. But now we get Texas. <sighs> I this is going to be a joy for me. Uh, watching Marcus Carr and Jaden Ivey, two men that Spider Man me have ruined my life. Yeah, have 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 wrecked have, have tortured re- you. Untold damage on my family. Mm-hmm. Um, these two men are going to play each other, uh, and one of them is going to go home. So somebody's <laughs> got to lose that game. Sorry. Yeah. Bye. Unless we have an Illinois situation where they both lose, but somehow move Dude, on. Jaden Ivy and Marcus Carr between them. I swear to God, <laughs> I've hit twelve game winners against Ohio State, and now they get to play each other. So I. I uh, if Texas goes to this, first off, congratulations to Chris Beard. More tournament wins than Shaka Smart um, gets it done in his first year. So yeah, that's pretty impressive. But if Texas goes to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm gonna put them on the Mickey Mouse uh, Sweet 16 run. Really, I, 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 this team. Texas is the new Houston. Texas, we're just, Texas we're just... upset me today, and I know a lot of people were saying, "Well, <laughs> it's Virginia Tech. That's why you're so upset. You you picked Virginia Tech." It's not even about that. I just like this Texas team has never played like they did today, and kudos <laughs> to them for showing up in the tournament and doing that. But I, I was so annoyed by the fact that they did, and I really like Timmy Allen. I'm happy for Timmy Allen. He fought out of this game, but. Uh, this is a different Texas team. If they play like that, hey, maybe they make a run. Uh, Murray State, St. Peter's also playing. Uh, we the, wow, you know that's Murray State. Yeah, you got to do that. But also, St. Peter's, the, Coach Holloway believe he said his, his group believes they're going to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Are you worried about Coach Holloway uh, the, leaving? The, yeah, the, yes. like, before this game even yes. tips off. That, I mean, and now that Seton Hall's out because that's the that's the story. Is Kevin Willard's going to the Maryland. And then uh, Shane Holloway is going I mean, to to take a spot at Seton Hall. Are I, we, now that Seton Hall's out, are we worried that before this game tips off, St. Peter's isn't even going to? I mean, to reports are telling me that Todd Golden was negotiating his Florida contract <laughs> going into overtime. Yeah, like, hey, like, I mean, any agents watching this uh, or listening to the show, <laughs> please, for the love of God, tell us if your your clients are yeah. negotiating so we know when we're making our picks. Yes, if I don't know Todd Golden was, was out was out. I would have picked San Francisco. I don't think I picked San Francisco. I picked San Francisco. If I had known Todd no, Golden was whatever. out. But still. Still didn't yeah. lose in regulation, though. So does it count? I don't know. That's a great point. <laughs> the um, overtime games. One other one other shout out. I want to uh, I want to shout out Moses. If yeah. you're watching uh, my my dog Moses, who, who filled out his bracket. We, <laughs> you uh, say to Moses if you're watching. <laughs> he, he's watching, dude. He watches more college basketball he does. than any dog. He does. I put it on and God, I, I, I leave him. it on. So he's, like he's he's, he's got he's got the stream on. He's, yeah. he's an informed dog. That's why his bracket's better. Than <laughs> is mine. he with with Paltrow's dog watching? <laughs> this right now? Yeah, yeah. He uh <laughs> he had up until Colgate, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He had a perfect Midwest region. His, his home turf. Yes, and something he Colgate area knows why. Colgate was was for a moment there for yeah. a moment. They were giving it to Wisconsin, and I was like, yeah. I'll be damned. No the, Moses, the, this dog. 
Did he do it again? Right logic, wrong pick. And he had San Francisco winning the whole damn thing. But as we said, if Moses would have known Todd Golden was negotiating to go to Florida, yes. and also they lost in overtime, so that technically doesn't count. Soccer rules, you get like one point, or hockey yeah. rules, you get like the one point. Also, for... we all have inherent bias. And as soon as Moses saw Golden, he was yeah. like riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like my guy. That's my so, kind of uh, Colgate, shame on you. You ruined the perfect bracket. Yeah, yeah. You came out, you started hitting threes against Wisconsin. And then Wisconsin Come was on, like, Raiders. Wisconsin was like, uh, we're going to make you do something else. And Colgate was like, yeah, see, the thing about that is. That, that's what we that's do. That's what we do. Yeah. Can you guys, like, stop crowding us on the three-point line? Can you back up? Please don't do that. Yeah. Uh, not exactly a, a, a chaotic day, a, a madness-filled day, Tate, but a day nonetheless. We got through it. We survived. We advanced. Tomorrow is going to be something. Tomorrow will be a ton of fun. Uh, and, and half of the Sweet 16 will be set tomorrow. Maybe your North Carolina Tarios will be in the field. I don't know. Oh, we'll man. see. Jeremy Sohan versus Armando Baycott. I think Baycott could have a field day. Knock on wood. Ooh. Let's hope it happens. We'll see what happens. And then, look, they're going to play this clip when Carolina gets blown out by 30. <laughs> but, you know, for right now, I feel good about it. Either way, no matter what happens to North Carolina, we will be back here tomorrow night after all of the games doing another <laughs> Unless show. I pull a Rex Chapman. Yeah, let's, let's, start, <laughs> let's a take chance. this to Rex Chapman. There's in which a case, chance. I'll be rolling solo. But uh, either way, see you guys in.